December 14, 2005. Fallujah, Iraq. I sit on the floor of my room, my back creased into the wall. My mouth feels dry, my lips cracked. I sniff and wipe my nose with the back of my hand. I pick the envelope off the floor and stare at it. I start to open it, and my hand shakes. Finally, I direct my quivering fingers, long and scarred, my nails nubs, the skin as brown and hard as the desert outside, toward the envelope's sealed flap. I open the envelope carefully, almost daintily, somehow without tearing the paper. I ease the letter out. I read the first two words and choke back a sob. Dearest Teresa. With my thumb, I smother a tear that snakes down my cheek and keep reading. Dad is sitting here at his desk with an overwhelming pride for you, as well as deep concern, almost worry. I'm proud that you are who you are, God's child, my child, who is doing her very best every day of her life. While you affect so many people with your stature and attitude, your life is on a merry-go-round. If you want to stay mentally healthy, then get off and seek help now. I feel myself go cold. My entire body shivers. I bring my legs tight into my chest. The letter flutters in my trembling hands. The key ingredient is your willingness to get help. If it is put off, it will be a silent cancer that will kill you. I'm crying full force now, tears raining down my face, splashing onto the bottom lip of the letter. My chest heaves. You're a very special miracle who has done more in 24 and a half years than most people will do in their dreams. The irony of your situation is that you are in a war. Your enemy is not from without, but from within. You are a very courageous person, Teresa, for facing your problems straight on. You cannot hope to take care of others properly if you cannot take care of yourself. I exhale slowly, trying to halt my hands from shaking, my heart from galloping, my head from spinning. I fasten my eyes on the last sentence of the letter. I know that you will do what is right, Teresa. I love you, Dad. My hands trembling, I fold the letter and slide it back into the envelope. I will, Dad, I say. I will. I see the mental health officer, a Navy psychologist. I sit in his stark waiting area across from a heavy-set older nurse who overwhelms a small metal desk as she loudly files papers. I jump every time I hear a noise. The whap of the nurse closing a file folder, a phone ringing, laughter from outside the hut. I don't want any of my Marines to see me in here. I feel nervous and unsteady, and I feel ashamed. Once or twice, I notice the nurse looking at me. I can't read her eyes. I'm not sure if she's judging me or somehow sharing my pain, understanding my fear. I check my watch. I've been waiting 15 minutes. I can't do this. I can't wait for this guy any longer. I stand, turning to leave, and his office door opens. A man in his late thirties, short, nearly bald, a few greasy strands of hair lying tortured across his scalp like a newly tarred three-lane highway, stands in the doorway. He tries a smile, going for sympathy or warmth, I can't tell. But either way, the smile doesn't work, and then he ushers me into his office like a game show host. I walk past him, I tower over him, and catch a last glance from the nurse. In his office, the Navy shrink does the same game show gesture toward a chair across from his desk. I sit down heavily. I feel as if I'm in high school, summoned before the principal. The guy waits, folds his hands beneath his chin, and after another of those confusing smiles, says in a surprisingly deep voice, 
So, Lieutenant Hornick, how can I help? I shift in the chair, buying time. I look past him, and I say, low, I'm struggling, sir. I swallow a gob of something sour that has suddenly risen into my throat. I paw the floor with my boot and speak again in a soft, distant voice. So distant, it feels as if another person, not me, has spoken from another room. I have, I may have, possibly, an eating disorder. Oh? Bulimia, I add quickly. Okay. He lowers his hands flat on his desk. What are your symptoms? I want to flee, or shove this guy against the wall. I throw up, I say, throttling a burning ripple of impatience. I can't control what I eat. My mouth feels dry, and the room slowly starts to whirl. I wrap my arms around my stomach. I throw up, I say again, urgently, as if I might heave right here. I'm not sure what to do. I need help. 